Hello, it's Julia, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this podcast right now. This is the Real and Fast podcast because it's about to get real, real fast, and I don't believe in coincidences, so if you're listening to this, you did not click on it by accident, and that was really cliche and sounded kind of dumb, but hey, it's true, it's true. Um, But the topic that I am talking about today is the lies that you believe about yourself. Because how many times have you had a thought that come into your brain that wasn't true, you know, but you believed it anyway? It could have been like a small thought or a big thought, but it was, regardless, it was a thought and it was a lie, it wasn't true. But then you entertained the thought and it was like, wait, why am I believing this? And you don't even realize it, but you are. Um, Our minds, they can feel like battlefields sometimes, you know? Honestly, sometimes I just want to get out of my own head and just like not have thoughts you know have you ever just wanted to be like i just want silence but your brain won't shut up you know um but the way that we talk to ourselves inside of our head affects so much more than we might think like the voice inside of your head that's the force that influences your perceptions of yourself and others in the world around you like that voice in your head influences all those things the most out of all that you hear so think about it this is the voice that's the loudest. You hear it the most. It's always right there in your ear. Think about it. You can't escape from yourself. Wherever you are, you are also there too. And so your head, therefore, is also there. That sounded dumb. That didn't make much sense. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So subconsciously, you might not even realize it, but you begin to believe the things that you have deemed true, even if they aren't true at all. But if your brain keeps telling you that they're true, then you construct this whole reality around you that you think is true, but really it's not. You know, they're limiting beliefs because they don't serve you and they limit your potential. They cloud your vision of yourself and others and they just make you see yourself in a lesser version and they they inhibit you from growing and flourishing and blooming into the person that you're becoming. You know, that was also cliche. I'm just spitting out cliches today, but sometimes that cliches are necessary and I I don't mean to do them, but they just kind of come out. But anyways, so I was going for a walk the other day and I was just thinking like a million different things, just getting all in my head per usual about life and everything and all that stuff. And then I got this vision in my head, like it was a picture and it might be kind of silly or dumb or whatever, but it really helped me understand like the process or just a picture of what internal growth and growing from the inside out looks like and all of that. Um, and so I don't know if like prayer or faith is important to you. And if not, it's totally okay. It's totally cool. It's a safe space, of course. But like to me, faith is such a big part of my life. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about that today. Because like truly, I have found so much peace in Jesus. And I literally rely on him for like every aspect of my life and who I am and my identity. So I thought that would be a good topic to talk about. And it really made so much sense whenever I got that like word popped into my head. Um, but I've struggled so much with peace in my mind and fighting against all of the voices that just shout. There's so many shouts in all directions. And it's definitely been a journey that I've you know, been on to just kind of deal with finding that peace of mind and body and spirit and just, you know, finding peace all around. Uh, And sometimes I just have to remind myself that the only voice in my head that matters is the voice of God and the voice that tells me, you know, who I am. And I've talked to a bunch of people that also have struggled to know what voice, what, what that voice sounds like. People have said, like, I don't hear God. I don't know. I don't feel him. I don't think he's there. And I've struggled so much with that, you know, because I was like, okay, well, God, like, if you're there, then speak to me. Like, why can't I hear a voice? And in my own experience, I've learned that I don't hear an audible voice speaking to me, but it's more of like a gentle and calming 
feeling of like warmth and peace and acceptance and grace, just kind of like a blanket wrapping around you, you know? Um, it's a visceral experience. And I found that in my darkest and like most depressive and states of just breakdown and mental just agony, those are the moments where I'm like, God, like I literally cannot hear you and I'm just like crying out. And in those moments are where I feel like God meets me and I feel that blanket just wrapping around all of my like brokenness and and chaos and lack of peace and like filling me with this peace that like the world the world cannot provide. You know, circumstances and successes and achievements and the world can't provide that kind of peace, you know? And so I've also learned that any voice that's yelling or accusing or guilting or shaming, that's not the voice of God, you know? And I've also learned that shame doesn't build. Shame can't build. It only breaks in every aspect of life, whether that be your relationships with people or with God or yourself. Shame does not do anything. Shame has no positive influence or factor. You know, we think, oh, shame will help us to grow, but it doesn't. You know, you can't grow when you're being suppressed like that. You, you're, whenever, you, whenever you feel shame, it makes you want to shrink instead of bloom. So that small, gentle voice, that's the voice that I want to be listening to, not the voice that's yelling at me to stop being lazy or to do better or try harder that I'm not enough of this or that or this. You know, that voice that yells and shames and guilts and makes you just feel horrible that voice is mean and it lies and it hurts and it breaks and it's just not the voice that I should listen to, you know, you should listen to. But that gentle voice, that little whisper you hear, that voice that whispers who you are, that is the voice that I need to listen to. That is the voice that you need to listen to. It's the voice that's gentle. It doesn't yell, but it whispers. And I know a lot of my audience is not, you know, of faith or is not Christian. That's totally okay. I don't want to make anyone feel like excluded or like unwelcome because everyone is so welcome. I want this podcast and this, you know, spirit to just be the safest place for anybody who wants to listen and, and join. But I'm not going to preach. Okay, I promise. I'm not going to like preach. But there's one verse in the Bible I just want to share because it, I feel like it really wraps up this and kind of encapsulates this whole message. But it's First Kings 19.12 and it talks about how there was an earthquake and God's voice wasn't in the earthquake. And there was a fire, and God's voice wasn't in the fire. But then after like all the big natural occurrences and these big booming thunderous things, there was a small little whisper in the wind, and God was in that. And I think that's a testament to just any other part of life, not just your internal thinking, not just your soul and your mind, but think about the people in your lives that shout at what they think you should do or they try to tell you where they think you should be, or what they think you should do, or what you've done wrong, or you could have done better. And those people, and those voices, they don't serve you well, and you shouldn't listen to those voices, you know? Find the friends and the relationships where people encourage you. They don't shame you. They don't tell you where they think you need to be, but they remind you who you are. Those are the kind of friends that you want, you know? And your relationships, yourself, be the whisper and not the shout. So anyways, back to the internal voice. And that brings me to the whole reason I even made this episode. I realized I had started talking about how I was going on a walk and I got this idea and then I got kind of sidetracked. But anyway, so I was going on a walk and I was just thinking and thinking and I feel like God gave me this word or it was, more, it was actually more of a picture. It was a picture of dirt, okay? <laughs> a picture of dirt and a small seed that was planted in the ground. And that small seed represented a lie about yourself. Okay, so that's, there's a small seed, a seed of a lie and it's coming into your head, whether it came there on its own or it's something that somebody else said or something you experienced, whether, regardless of how it got there, there's a lie that's being planted in your head. Maybe it's, you know, I will never be loved or I'll never achieve the goals that I have or reach the career that I enjoy or I'm a bad mom or I'll be happy once I lose, you know, five pounds or 10 pounds or whatever. 
let me tell you, I know firsthand that last one, it's so potent. And if you're not happy with yourself right now, then you're not going to be happy with yourself once you get there. You know, once you lose any, once you lose weight, if you're not happy and content with, I know there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to, to like, you know, have goals and stuff. But if you are not happy as you are getting to like a lower weight or whatever it may be, that's not going to make you more happy. You're just going to always want to keep, you know, doing more and more. But so that seed of a lie, whichever one it may be, it was planted right there in your head. And so the more you believe it, the more it's watered. And the more you entertain the thought, the bigger that seed grows. And not that this really applies here, but I think about like a web of lies. You know, like when you tell one lie and you have to keep telling lies to align with it, with the, with the first lie, until you're caught in this giant web of lies. Kind of in the same way, that one false pretense about yourself leads to more and more and more of all these what ifs and oh no's and just anxious thoughts and fears and lies until you've constructed a false reality of who you are in your head. And it's all false. It's all fake, you know? So here's an example. So the lie may be, I have no purpose, okay? So if you begin to hold on to that lie and believe it, whether subconsciously or consciously, you know, it might have slipped in there. Sometimes you don't even realize that, you know, your thoughts are, are like untrue, but because like there, there's so many of them and we are so mean to ourselves. It's so normal to be like self, like self-depreciating humor. Ah, it's so funny. But also think about the way you talk to yourself. And I've talked about this in another episode before, but you know, would you talk to somebody else the way you talk to yourself? Most of us would say no, because we're so mean to ourselves in our head sometimes. And it's so like, oh, it's fine. I deserve it. But no, we don't deserve that. That's, that's not, that's not healthy. And it's become so normal in our culture just to be like, yeah, well, I hate myself and this and this and that. But it does not serve us well. It does not. So the lie keeps growing and getting bigger and bigger and more real to you. And to add to it or piggyback off of it or water it, you know, if we would say, maybe you have the thought that, well, I'll never amount to anything. And this example is kind of harsh. You know, I know it's, it's a harsh example, but hey, the human mind can be a big meanie head sometimes, you know. So then you say, what if I can never find a career I like? Or do I even have talent? I don't have what it takes. I'm probably going to be stuck in a job that I like hate for the rest of my life. And it's going to be miserable and et cetera, et cetera. And you know, the rabbit trails keep going and going and going. And you see how that one lie of I have no purpose led to an entire rabbit trail of negative thoughts. And before you knew it, that's what you see as your reality. So that little seed grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. Like a new, a new branch popped up with every new thought until this enormous, massive tree has grown. And it towers over the rest of your thoughts and it casts shadows over everything and it affects all the parts of your life. You know, your relationships are affected greatly by how you see yourself. And when challenges come at you in any part of your life, if you have all those shadows casting lies all over your life, there's, it's so affected. Like think about like the like a rainforest, a rainforest, and the canopy at the very top is shielding all the light from coming in. So if you have a canopy of lies covering, you know, the entrance to your brain, none of the truth can get in, and so all you're gonna have is those lies. And so in this specific example, when you actually start taking steps, so let's say finding like a career, or you know, trying to find your path or where you belong, or just trying new things in life, you know, like we all do. If you continue to hold those beliefs, you're going to be so discouraged. You're going to be defeated before you even start because you have those beliefs about you, those limiting beliefs. Right, so we got this big tree inside, this big tree inside your head, and it's growing, and it's sprouting up in places it doesn't belong, you know? And at this point, when I was walking, I was thinking about this. I got this beautiful image in my head. So God reaches right into the dirt, and he scoops that tree out of the ground, the roots and all, and poof! He throws it out in the ocean. It's like, bye, see you later, bye, Felicia. And I was like, yes, come on. 
And obviously that's not something that happens like overnight. It's such a learning and growing process that needs a whole lot of grace and a whole lot of time. But you know, in, in the sense of the, of the simple, simplified example, he reaches in and plucks it right out. So now there's this big empty hole in the ground or your mind, shall we say. So instead of filling it with another lie, it's filled with the seed of truth. So instead of, I have no purpose, it's, I have a pulse, I have a purpose. And I know all this sounds like so, like nursery rhyme is very like simple and like childish, but you know, there's so many things in life that are so complicated and so complex and so over, like we overthink everything. So sometimes, you know, a simple example like this can be helpful to, you know, deconstruct what's actually happening in our heads. Um, so instead of, you know, that those lies, you have this seed of truth that can grow now. So the seed is planted and it's watered with more truth. You know, the truth piles on top of the other truth and it grows and the grace and there's peace and there's love and compassion and all the beautiful and lovely things. And it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows and it blooms. And so, um, you know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I have talents and ambitions and I'm loved. And there are so many possibilities and opportunities that I can find. And God has plans to prosper me, not to harm me. I have hope. I have future. I have a future. And all these beautiful thoughts and these beautiful words, those fill your mind and those water the plant, you know? All those hateful things made this ugly, wilty, dumb, stupid, tall, ugly plant. But all these beautiful, lovely phrases, they made this beautiful tree full of just life and beauty and everything that is like you. Um, so this tree grows and it grows and it grows until there's this garden of life flourishing within you. And you have so much grace and life within yourself that just flows abundantly to the outside. You know, that radiance shows. You know, when people are truly at peace on the inside, they radiate and they glow on the outside because their insides are, you know, all taken care of and all at ease and at peace. But it starts inside, you know, sure people on the outside can look good, but it all starts on the inside. And that's something I've been learning so much in this season of my life, especially due to all the waiting and uncertainty that's happening in all of our lives because of the quarantine and stuff. But I've been forced to confront all of these lies and all these things that I've kind of held and been suppressing for so long without realizing it, you know, but they're destructive. But like, to me, I kind of slip them under the rug and say, huh, oh, yeah, I don't care about that. I didn't think it's a problem. But then now whenever we're all forced to confront these things and these lies, they are really a problem and it's hard and it's heavy and it can be painful, you know, growing pains. I'm writing a song right now and it says, growing pains come in ocean waves, but the healing stays, you know, those growing pains, they hurt when they come. And I, there's also a quote that says, Pain comes in waves, but healing comes in cups. So yes, it's this, like a really strenuous and can be such a frustrating process. Because you're like, why am I not okay? Why am I like hurting? Why am I going through all this stuff? And then you don't realize that the small little things, the small little cups of healing are coming every day, but they're kind of overshadowed by all of the growing pains that are happening. So you don't realize that the healing is happening slowly and surely and it's being repaired and you know the band-aids are coming off and it's all happening and it's painful at the time. But then you can look back and say, wow, so much healing and growth happened during those seasons where it was so heavy and so painful. I keep telling myself, you know, breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. They do. And it's always the darkest before the dawn, you know? So that, that's a fact. The darkest places are, give birth to the most beautiful stories and seasons that come after them. And the most beautiful things are blooming from all the ruin and the redemption. And they're making something brand new that's just going to be so beautiful. Um, and so I've actually been in the process of writing an album this past year. And it's going to be called Inside Out, actually. That's kind of funny. This whole podcast is like the, the whole message of the whole album. And it's all about what happens on the inside and the growth that has to occur. And the pain and the hurt and the joys and the whims and all, all kinds of everything going on in, my, in your head. And just kind of deconstructed and reconstructed again 
with the melody, <laughs> but it's been such a healing process to kind of go through that. And, and like all the lies, right? Like that I've been talking about those lies have been had to be, have had to have been confronted and like dealt with and just grown and growing from all the process. But it's been such a healing process because I, as I've been writing, I've just been growing in every lesson. It's like a new song. It's like, I have to earn the song. I have to go through the pain and then I'm like, Oh, there's a song from that. So it, you know, it works out. But it's like, Oh, pain, but I'm so excited about it. Um, and I think it's gonna be so fun, you know, and music is so cool, but anyway, I'm getting off track and this whole thing, I feel like this, this was a podcast was a mess. I talked about like a bunch of different things, but you know, the, the main arch, the main, the main arc, the main goal was the picture of the trees and the seed and the lies. And I hope that, you know, if you have any lies inside of you or any lies that you believe about yourself, that you're able to, you know, realize, like realize them, take them for how they are and say, Hey, these are not me. That's not who I am. And you say, bye-bye. And then the seed goes away, the tree goes away, and a new tree comes up, and it's beautiful, and it's true, and it's you, and that doesn't happen overnight, and I know it can be so frustrating, and and I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be too positive, and like, you know, like toxic positivity, and trying to like, you know, make super complex issues too simple, because there's so much, and also mental illness is so real, and I'm not trying to minimize any type of mental illness, because sometimes medication and therapists and counselors are so helpful. I actually see a counselor and it's so helpful, you know? So sometimes there's intervention that's needed. That's not just, you can't do everything on your own, but in the cases where that's not needed, this could be like a little helpful picture or just a little encouragement. But also don't go through it alone. You know, friends are there for support because I found that whenever I'm by myself, like for when I was in the quarantine by myself for like months, I was miserable and I ended up getting in my head way too much. So, you know, articulating what's going on in your head and your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings to other people can just be healing in itself because it gets out of your head and you're like, Hey, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. And it helps you to kind of work through them and to, you know, realize that, you know, you're not alone in, in your thoughts and your, and your pains and your struggles. But that's kind of my thoughts that I had today, um, just about all about the inside and the mind and peace and just all of that fun stuff. But I would love to chat. If you have any thoughts or anything you want to share, please reach out to me on Instagram or whatever platform you wish. And I would love to talk to you. I love making new friends and having conversations. They're so much fun. But I hope you enjoyed my silly little analogy and found it you know, helpful or interesting or whatever. But that's all I got for now. So I'll see you very soon. 